have to tell you this story, feel free to use it or whatever. Um, but a couple of months ago, um, this actually only popped back in my head last night. Um, a couple of months ago, I was having sex with someone, but it was actually foreplay. Um, and it was the first time I'd ever used an ice cube going on down on someone. Um, and I had no idea what to do with the ice cube, like, because it kept on getting all over the place in my mouth. And I had to be like, here, hold this a minute. And he just threw it in his mouth. And I was like, I don't know why I didn't think of that. But yeah, random fun fact. No dirty talk, just podcasts. No turn-ons, so turn me on. By that I mean, this podcast. I'm not interested, so don't date me. Review me, just rate me. Like, subscribe. Don't date me, review me, just rate me, like, subscribe, don't date me. I don't date me. I don't date me. I don't date me. Alexa, play the podcast, Don't Date Me. Okay, speaking of which, follow us on Instagram at it's James Sparks and Twitter at it's James Sparks. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it? You're listening to Don't Date Me, a podcast where a certain number of adults discuss dating each week from Scotland. Hello, I'm Jamie, a 37-year-old, 6'4", bisexual man and closeted Christian. And I want to sell you photos of my feet. <laughs> okay. Hi, I'm Emma Jane, a 33-year-old, 5'3", demisexual female and... I'm not closeted to anything, I don't think. And I want to be spanked. <laughs> but not on the podcast, because that <laughs> would be super no. awkward for me, super awkward for you, Emma Jane, and super awkward for the audience. But yeah, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. What a, what a way to start the show off with Caitlin's super traumatic story. I hope you enjoy, enjoyed that. Yeah, so today we're talking about kink. We're going to keep it relatively PG-13, uh, but we're going to get in about it. But what's new, Emma Jane? What's been happening? Anything exciting apart from just adult, a general adulting? Mostly adulting. Since the last time I was, I've been on, um, I've started my job. Yeah, doing top secret things. Top secret top things. Top secret things. I unfortunately cannot discuss. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. But yeah, um Starting your job, absolutely loving it, and um, getting really stuck in. So, yes. Love it. What I, about you? Uh, dating, I guess, a little bit. A little bit of here and there, a bit of, bit of that. Um, aside from that, oh, I won a video game. Ooh. So that's exciting. So thanks to Curry's PC World for choosing me as a winner of their God of War competitions because I want to copy of god of war for ps4 so that's super exciting so i'm going to be playing that on twitch and youtube for the let's plays so that's exciting that is exciting um that's the most exciting thing that's happened this week apart from dinner i had uh, five guys you had a cheeky 
Nando's. Cheeky Nando's. That was exciting. But yes, kink. So introduce us to the next bit, Imogen. So we have a poll up on Twitter. A kinky um, poll. A kinky poll <laughs> at on Twitter dot com don't date me pod that's don't date me pod p-o-d how kinky are you we want to know we want to know are you vanilla <laughs> vanilla with sprinkles pass me more sprinkles i am kink i which, am kink which one are you yeah i'm curious to see also i'll maybe shove that on the instagram one as well just to see Who's kinkier, Instagram or Twitter? Ooh, that could be fun. Has to be Twitter though, right? I think it's going to be Instagram. Do you think? Be, I think Instagram's going to come out more kinky. I suppose there's a lot of thirsty people on Instagram. Um, Twitter is a garbage truck on fire right now, but that's a story for another another day. Um, well, before we delve fully into discussing our own kinks on the podcast, which I feel conflicted about. Um, Me too. Just on this Twitter poll, Emma Jane, where would you say that you sit? Probably I am kink. Ah! I am kink. That's hilarious. What about you? So I would say that I am vanilla with sprinkles uh, because I'm an enabler at heart. But I guess from time to time, pass more sprinkles, please. So you're kind of in between those two. Kind of in between, kind of in between. But I guess an important place to start for this episode is really discussing what is a fetish? Well, I'm glad you asked. Because a fetish is a non-standard sexual interest. There are many different types of fetish and fetishes can have different focuses. For example, a bot... (laughs) Sorry, I don't know why I'm laughing. I don't know why I'm laughing. Uh, A body part. Example, feet or armpits. An object. Example, corsets or gloves. Uh, Or an activity. Spanking, bondage or pegging. (laughs) Cyber... From the look of Emma Jane's face, she's not up for pegging. Not up for pegging? No. Ah. Sign me you up for that. Me. Sign me up for that. You it sounds like me. a good time. And if you don't know what that is, you can Google that in your own time. Not at work. Not, not at work, please. Yeah, this whole episode is not safe for work. And, you know, the podcast, as generally speaking, is marked as explicit anyway, uh, even though we try to keep it as PG-13 as possible. But we want to discuss the subject because it's important. And it's, it is important to the queer community because a lot of people place their identity in this kind of stuff as well. And um, also it is becoming a lot more... Yeah, mainstream. Mainstream now. Definitely. Thanks to Fifty Shades of Grey, I know. I think. Oh God, we, <laughs> ma- we managed, what, like five five minutes into the podcast and we're already talking about Fifty Shades of Grey. But no, it's true. just mention it. Just mention it. And then Not move on. Do that. We're moving swiftly yeah. on. Terrible film. Just saying, just terrible film. Terrible, right? It is terrible writing. It's Twilight fiction, wasn't it, originally? Yes. And they had to change it. Ridiculous. No, um, it's... it's still technically cast as part of Twilight Fishing because if you know when you look at it it's Twilight kind of balanced so you've got the next bit so some people's fetishes might be their entire sexuality effectively playing the same role in their life that vanilla non kinky (laughs) sex does for people who lack any fetishes However, for others, a fetish is a special interest that they partake in from time to time. Yeah. And so that little blurb there was from Marie Claire. Uh, 
an article there. We're going to include all the references for today's episode in the show notes. If you want to check them out, you can check them out and, and see them yourself. Um, yeah, well, according to a 2015 sexual exploration in America study, more than 22% of sexually active adults do role-playing, whilst more than 20% are into being tied up and spanking. Meanwhile, another 2016 survey also found that even in cases where people didn't have the opportunity to explore their desires, nearly half of those surveyed were interested in it. That's very interesting. Interesting. And that's from an article on Vice, which will be in the show notes. Does that surprise you at all? Um, Doesn't really surprise me. Doesn't surprise me, no. Nah. I feel we're both quite aware of kink and that kind of side of stuff though right yeah i think we're both because we're both well one we're both part of the lgbtq community yeah and two we're both i would say we're both more open yeah to the idea to of stuff. other things and, and that kind of stuff but jamie that kind of leads us very nicely on how kinky are we well to find out how kinky we are we decided to do what should be done and that's a buzzfeed quiz <laughs> but of course of course of, of course. course so i've done mine already we're going to do yours imaging right now right so okay. uh, we're, we're going to share an, a link to this on all the social sites as well so you can take part in this buzzfeed quiz as well if you want to you can do right now pause the podcast we won't mind find the wee link go for it the socials are don't date me pod on all the sites Great. Ready? Let's do it. Okay, Emma Jane, select a word filled with innuendo. Wet. Moist. Cream. Hard. Deep. Or thick. Deep. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Okay. I choose an out-of-context Disney character. Winnie the Pooh, Buzz Lightyear, Mulan. That photo of Mulan, I can't even... Tanya? Tina? Tina? Tanya. Tina. Tina, sure. Uh, Sebastian or Olaf? Buzz Lightyear. Oh, that's not what I thought you were going to say. Pick a sexy food to nibble on. Chocolate, whipped cream, strawberries, oysters, cherries or bananas? I hate to eat them myself, but bananas. <gasps> Interesting. Choose a sexy song. s and by Rihanna. Pony by Gwynny, I don't know who that is. Guinea? Gwyn? I don't know who that is. Uh, Partition by Beyonce. Feels like the first time by The Foreigner. Sorry, by Foreigner. Like a Virgin by Madonna. Or Oops, I Did It Again by Britney Spears. Which one do you think I'm going to pick? I think you're going to choose Rihanna. No. No? Madonna. Curious. I chose uh, Partition by Beyonce. Uh, which of these excites you? Candles, blindfolds, handcuffs, spanking, gagging, or ice cubes? I can't even think of ice cubes. Every time I see an ice cube from now on, I'm going to think of Caitlin <laughs> and be disturbed. Oh, poor Caitlin. Poor Caitlin. We love you, Caitlin. Um, God loves to try her. What were the options again? Uh, gagging, blindfolds, handcuffs, candles, spanking? Spanking. Uh, choose a famous couple to join in on. Chrissy Teigen and John Legend. I don't think I knew they were a couple. That's weird. Miley Cyrus and Cody Simpson. Uh, Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas. Neil Patrick Harris and David 
or Taco, uh, Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union, or Nick Offerman and Megan Molly. Miley Cyrus. Is it Molly? I'm saying her name wrong. Miley Cyrus, good choice. I actually said Nick and Megan because I haven't met her. Super hot. Uh, finally, choose your favourite part of sex. The date, foreplay, anticipation before it begins, the, you know, sex part, the post-coitus cuddles, or knocking the heck out afterwards. See, this is the thing. <laughs> I thought you were going to do a different thing there. I thought you were going to go. <laughs> this is the thing. Is, I'm kind of torn between two. Okay. And I don't know which one. And it's sometimes. Foreplay. No. 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 Sometimes the intention, the anticipation before it happens, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it just depends on yep. the into it. So sometimes that can be really intense. And then obviously like when it's the actual, you know, sex part of it. Uh, I'm going to go with the anticipation. Yeah. <gasps> Cute. Okay, you are 50% kinky and 50% vanilla. Caitlin, let me get her results. Caitlin, because she's vicariously part of the podcast episode she got 69% kinky and 31% vanilla I got 100% kinky (laughs) (laughs) according to BuzzFeed so BuzzFeed says I'm I'm 100% kinky what can I say um but that's BuzzFeed how did you end up more kinky than me I don't know maybe it was the Beyonce question maybe because I answered that but Okay, so that's BuzzFeed's view, but a more trusted source, I would say, is one that Emma Jane reminded me about. Well, was it not one I introduced you to, technically? What did you know nah, about it? I, I think I knew about it, because other people in the queer community like pointed out yeah, years ago. So, there is a website called bdsmtest.org. I suggest you go on over there. Now, there's two options for this test. Um, we took the short version... Um, there is a longer version which goes into a lot more detail and there's a lot, lot, lot more questions. I've done it previously with mm. my partner um, and we just did this one for fun um, for tonight and mine are pretty much the same as always. Um, so, and so it basically just takes you through a bunch of different questions that you have to answer and then eventually it's it gives you... It's a scale, so it's... Uh, so it's uh, a kink scale, right? A kink, so it's like... Strongly agree to strongly disagree. So some of the statements are things such as, um, I like to be dominated by my partner. Mm-hmm. Like, disagree, strongly disagree, kind of. Yeah. And the opposite for agreeing, going right up to strongly agree. Um, so Well, what was your results, Emma Jane? My results? Well, my results were... Did your, any of your results surprise you? No. Okay. No, none of my results um, actually surprised me. Um, apparently, my results surprised Caitlin. Really? Yeah. So, I came up with 100% for three of these. Mm-hmm. Um, none of which really surprised me because, in my opinion, so switch, um, a rope bunny and a rigger. Now, a rope bunny and a rigger go hand in hand. And the fact I've got both of them 100% and I'm a switch also makes so much sense that's funny and then what ones were surprised to you or or like least like you um so least like me um were primal prey boy girl degrader and age play which is totally fair enough that's it's fair enough that's that's not for me it's not your that's, bag baby that's for you 
go for it. And just likewise, I know there'll be some people out there who are not for rope play. Yeah. Which is absolutely fine. As we say in the BDSM community, what you enjoy, that's up to you. I'm not going to force what I like on you and you don't force what you like on me. Well, Caitlin's results were 100% switch, which is interesting that we've got all got the same one. 89% rigor. Um, wait, so that means she likes tying people up? Uh-huh. Curious. And then 87% voyeur. Um, and she got 86% exhibitionist. And 82 experimentalists, which is fun. Her least ones were the same as yours. I was surprised by some of Jamie's. Were you? Yeah. Hang on. But not surprised at the same time, if that makes sense. So, my results were 100% switch, which is not a surprise at all. 98% voyeur, which that surprised me a little bit. I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't realise that about myself. Um, <laughs> and then 78% exhibitionist, obviously. Although I kind of thought that'd be higher though, but whatever. Um, but see, when you do the more detailed one, it could commit higher because the more detailed one... It's more specific um, questions. It's not more specific questions, but it asks you a lot more of the same questions in a different way. Because uh, okay. like, it may ask you the same question four times, mm. but in a different way and phrased ever so slightly different, so therefore it can pinpoint the accuracy yeah. that little bit more. A bit more. better, okay. I, I got 73% non-monogamist. Mm. Curious. Uh, 71% vanilla, which doesn't surprise me. And then the ones that were all low were the same as you, uh, you guys. And... Only 6% daddy or mummy. So apparently, maybe I've cured myself of my daddy issues. Who knew? Um, so I think my my mummy daddy was 2%. I don't think I've cured mine. Mine was 6%. You're more cured than me. No, that means I've got more of it. I'm more, I'm more than you, because you got 2%. Right? Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that's that's a funny thing. So yeah, if you want to do that quiz to find out yourself, then go for it. So it's bdsmtest.org. And it's fun to do, if not for the banter, then for the actual practicalities of it. So besides us just doing some random quizzes, we did actually do some research um, for this episode. Um, and in doing this research, um, we found the Metro's Adrian Milan spoke to Mariah Kayla and Leila. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Spoke to Mariah Kayla. <laughs> 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 to Mariah Kayla. Oh my god. Marika, right, hang on. Right, start again. Okay. Um. You're not going to explain no, no, it, no? No, I won't explain no. it. So, the Metro's Aidan Milan spoke to Marika Leila Rue, co-founder of the Shabira Study, which is a rope bondage educational organisation. And within this, um, she pointed out the SSC. So, that is the Safe, Sane and Consensual. So, we thought that was quite yeah important information. So, obviously, make sure that you're safe, make sure that you're both saying and obviously make sure whatever you're doing is consensual amongst all parties because we do understand not everybody's just gonna not everybody's just gonna be between two parties some people could have four some people could have six some people could have half a dozen for all of or a dozen even 
And also on a Psychology Today article, Cornelius Holmes, LPC, said three different things that I thought were interesting uh, when discussing kink. Basically, the first one, disclosure. Even if most individuals don't consider themselves to be kinky or desiring to engage in BDSM activity, many individuals do have kinky fantasies. Um, so although you might not say I am, you know, I identify as a BDSM person, you might have some... Or as a kinky person. Yeah. You might occasionally like, you know, Feet. to use a tie to tie your hands above uh-huh. your head. Or like the idea of meeting a stranger in a bar and then you go home with them, but it's actually your partner. Yeah. For example. Yeah. Um, consent. Consent, consent, consent. It's important to discuss with your partner their desires and fantasies in depth to ensure that you understand any limitations around how and to what extent you can act out those fantasies. So that's like super important. Yeah. Consent all the way. Consent is 100% important because as much as you need... It's consent on a slightly higher level than what it is on a normal, not a vanilla relationship, I suppose. Um, because you could 100% commit to a vanilla relationship but then there might be aspects of somebody else's kink fantasy that you're not into exactly that you do not want to partake in in mm-hmm. any way shape or form um, whereas there's other people who and they might and whoever you're with might want to participate so and that's the important thing is like consent and just setting those boundaries exactly yeah because like this type of relationship kind of pushes the boundaries in a yeah. lot of ways, so it's important to uh, consent and be clear about that. Uh, things might not work out. I thought this one was interesting. Realising that our desires and fantasies will have to be potentially manifested with another human being, it's important to note that even with the best communication skills about kink and BDSM, with your partners or partner, they might they just might not be into it. And I suppose that's an important yeah. thing as well to be realistic about. And I, I suppose it's quite a vulnerable place to be as well is like confide in someone about that kink because they might not they might not want to fant- they might not want to take part in that. Yeah, and it could be a red flag for them and it could make them yeah. want to leave the relationship. And vice versa, it might make yeah. you want to move on. But it's important to have that yeah. Don't right. So when it comes to kinks and things like that, I think that that's something that you need to be in a trusting situation with someone in order to explore. So with being as single as I am, it's quite difficult for me because there's a lot of things that I do want to try and there's a lot of things that I want to experience. However, I think that's something that I would need to do with someone that I actually trust and who I can say, no, hang on, I'm not comfortable with that and whatnot because there's like, it should be consensual and that's the most important part of it um, and with BDSM and things like that there's a lot of kind of room to cross over so I think that it's something that needs to be explored with someone that I trust but something I'm very interested in. So another article that we found um, I'm going to read this as a quote um, so it's really all about trust and communication more than more than time Laura Halliday, a sexual health and wellness educator who runs a website, website even, called School of Squirt. Hell yeah. Told Vice, 
you can have a kink relationship right off the bat or bring it up once you're in a more long-term situation. The key is both you're both open about your likes and dislikes as well as boundaries. So, and I think that is... That's kind of apt, isn't quite, it? It's very apt for that because um, it's that way where um, when you're discussing this or when it comes up, it's that way where there's a few different ways we can bring it up. So that's the reason why Jamie and I did the quiz because it's that way where you could just pretty much just go to your partner if it's a way that you kind of want to introduce mm. kind to them is go, can we try this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just, and maybe we can look into it and try some of the stuff that we're both got similarities in. Actually, do you know one thing that we talked about on the way over to record this was that it's important to have the conversation about kink and spicing things up and stuff. Yeah. Not when you're having sex. Yeah. But like not outside. When you're sex. Of outside the when you're in a safe environment, even if it's that way. I wouldn't even say Doing the washing before up. sex, after sex, even just sat over lunch. Like, on the sofa, just like chilling, just relaxing. When you're both at a comfortable yeah. point, whatever that is, but definitely I would say not in the bedroom at all. No, nah, for in sure. In any way, shape, form, because it could potentially it could make it awkward. to it could make it awkward, and it could also make it um, quite dangerous as well because you don't know how that person's going to react. And it's that way where if you're in a safe environment, it's then that way where they might not feel awesome because they could potentially feel not good enough for you. They could then feel that they could maybe push you further than mm. what you're actually ready to go. So I think avoiding the bedroom when you're having that topic, when you're having that discussion, is um, quite important. Definitely. Well, so that's just a bit of research we've done. So you can find all the links to that in the show notes. But really to finish off the episode we've got our top tips when it comes to kink so tip number one know thyself so yeah i think it's really important to know yourself know what you're into know what you're not into i think part of that is trial and error i think i think a lot of it is being honest with yourself as well what do you think yeah so i agree with you that as well but i also think confidence is another important mm. one so confident in yourself and confident in your belief and confident enough in your partner mm-hmm. or whoever you're having this with to be able to be open and honest with them to be able to say to them i want to try this and i want to try it today yeah i want to try it at this point at this 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 and have the confidence and the gumption i suppose mm. to say this is what i want and basically be confident that the other person might turn around and say no but still know from knowing yourself that you'll be okay kind exactly. of going on and having confidence in your relationship to know that you can withstand anything that either one of you bring up and i think it's also very empowering as well to be in control of your sexuality yes. and for some people that means not being in control yes. but um but yeah and kind of leading on from what you're saying there honesty and respect is really important as well. So yeah. honesty with yourself, honesty with your partner, but also respecting your partner, respecting yourself, respecting each other's boundaries as well. Yeah, most definitely. Um, and again, another thing that kind of leads on to this is transparency. So being complete and utterly transparent with whoever it is you're with. Being able to be transparent and saying, I want to try bondage. 
I want to try bondage with spanking. Baked beans. I, but then it's also that we say, I want to try bondage with cuffs. I want to try bondage with ropes. I want to try so many things. handcuffs. Oh, so exhausting. There's more. Oh, wow. There's so much more. Um, and then is that we were like, it's then for your partner to turn, turn around and say, it's like, well, I say yes to handcuffs, yes to rope, but no to cuffs. I had it recently. Sort Someone said that they wanted, they not wanted, but they enjoy a thing. And I was like, it's not my bag, baby. And they were like, all right. And yeah. then that was it. Yeah, so it's transfers to so it, it's that way where it's, I suppose it's, it's kind of like negotiation yeah. between your partner's negotiation and being... It's like sexy negotiation. Oh, that's, the, that's the title of the episode. Sexy negotiation. Kink, sexy negotiation. Um, so, so kink, sex negotiation. So it's, yeah, so definitely... I guess that really leads... Yeah, but I guess that really leads us on to the most vital one of all, communication. Yeah. Communication is key. So by doing all of those things, so knowing yourself, being confident, honesty and respects and having transparency will all come through your communication. Yeah. Every single one of them will come through your communication and it's that way where obviously knowing yourself, you're communicating with yourself and being confident and going, do I like that? Do I not like that? So yeah, it, I definitely 100% I would say communication is one of the top three out mm. of all of those five, if not the top one. And I think... If done right, this would all lead to a much stronger relationship and also a healthier yeah. sex life as well. Do it. Do it. Get kinky, baby. <laughs> so we want to know your advice regarding kinks. So you can drop us a WhatsApp voice note or send us a message by hitting the contact button on our Instagram page. That's instagram.com forward slash don't date me pod. And you can also just give us general musings through through the WhatsApp as well. And if you want to see your dating kinky story, need some advice, or just really want to share an opinion, email it to don'tdatemepod at itsjamiesparks.com. Remember to follow your, on your favourite podcast apps and rate and review the show. It helps other people find our podcast hell yeah and you can actually rate the show every time you listen as well i found out recently on spotify and apple i was gonna say apple music apple podcast um so definitely leave a review and if you're listening every week please just leave us a review like genuine i know people in podcasts always say this but algorithmically it it helps people find the show so do it and if you're following already get a friend to follow your granny does she like kinky things get her to follow the show the more the merrier so as we say in the same way every single week stay open-minded don't forget to establish a safe word and whatever you do don't Don't date date me. me hey thank you for listening the don't date me podcast is created by jamie sparks productions if you enjoyed it follow our show and rate it five stars on apple podcasts or wherever you're listening you can rate us each time you listen to an episode pure diet as it helps people find our show keep in touch by dropping us an email at don'tdatemepod at itsjamiesparks.com and follow us on twitter or instagram at don'tdatemepod if you love what we're doing please consider donating to unicef to aid the people of ukraine recently our listeners raised 410 pounds after gift matching you can find the link in the show notes see you on the next episode